This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio. Love that I feel. Oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio. Love that I feel. Oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. To you, four minutes past six o'clock on the sixth of the fourth Easter weekend incoming. This is your Friday for a lot of you, so fire yourselves up. Long weekend, how good will that be? SCNZ, keep it tuned right through Easter weekend wherever you're driving. Make sure you take care on the roads. It's getting cooler as we know, the weather's changing. This is your probably your last chance to hunker down, spend some whānau time before it gets very wintry and school holidays are incoming as well. So plenty of fun to be had over the next wee while. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Izzy's still gallivanting around France for another three weeks. Kempi, big morning to you, man. How are you going? Morena, morena. Yeah, Izzy is actually gallivanting around the streets of France. I got a, uh, I got a little video from him this morning just checking in, seeing how things are going and uh, he looks like he's really enjoying himself up there. Mate, I'm going good. I just want to touch on the roads, okay? I'm on the roads quite a bit. And they are terrible post uh, all these storms. So, like, seriously, if you are getting out this weekend, you're going home or wherever you're, you're off to, your holiday batch, you're getting a little little bit of the last sun rays that are coming through, please be careful on those roads. Those roads, there's potholes everywhere. Um, you know, people are still driving erratically and just take your time. Take your time out there and make sure you get from A to B safely, especially if you've got your family with you. So uh, good call out there, Louis. Mate, I'm, I'm real good. I had a really good night last night. I caught up with uh, your good mate, Leo and Sticko, um, and uh, Richie Agar joined us from the Warriors and also Wayne Brown, the mayor, was there as well. What a good rooster, seriously. Um, had a really good chat with him last night about like his, I guess, his aspirations for Auckland as, as a city. And, uh, you know, Leo's Leo, who's always good fun and sticky, was just, that's, that man, he is honestly, he is one of the best men in the Isn't racing he? game. He is, seriously. I, I've got, Worldwide. I've got so much, I don't think, I don't know if I've ever told you, but when I was a player and he was going through that Sunline run, and I'd come home, and I'd always see him at the races, and he would he would always leave where he was standing and come over and, and say hello, like it was just just an absolute gentleman. And uh, last night I, I I sent him a, a um, on Leo's phone. I sent him a text and said, "Hey, why don't you come down to Leo's? Just sitting down here with Richie Agar and join us." He was there in five minutes. 
<laughs> just couldn't wait to get down there. So, uh, yeah, had a good good little catch up with the boys last night and just a, a real good chat. And Richie, Richie, me and Richie Agar were uh, reminiscing about you know his dad, uh, which really a little bit sad because his dad um, has a bit of dementia now. He's in his his late seventies. Uh, great coach, great man, great player. Went to Wembley, um, play played, great player back in the back in the day. And and Richie, of course, growing up, just was going through what he saw and and what his journey's been like. And I didn't know his coaching credentials were so thick. Like his mm. book, his book of coaching is actually really thick. You know, he's been in Australia. He hasn't uh, the Warriors aren't the first. Um, NRL club that he's been to. He was offered a role at Cronulla. He's been to St George. He's he's now at the Warriors. He's coached Leeds, Hull. Um, he's been through a number of Super League sides as well as a player. And uh, it was really good to catch up with him last night too. So, um, yeah, no, it's Easter, Louis. And for, ev- for everyone, it's their last day. Except me and you, we're back on in the morning. Uh, probably keeping everyone who's travelling late happy uh, between 6 and 9 o'clock on a Friday morning tomorrow. I hate to break it to you, it's 6 till 10. Oh. Um, so, Ruben, so if Ruben's up, I, I can't wait to see what Rubes has got us for breakfast. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, at least some hot cross buns or something. Uh, Kempi, sounds like you had a, a wonderful Wednesday night. I love that, breaking the week up. And Sticko, you're right, is just the best. Leo, you're right, is just Leo. And yeah, the, the mayor finds himself down there a wee bit. Oh, that sounds like a, a good little crew you had. Uh, we've got a... Great crew today. Oh, wow. We have a stacked lineup today, including 2002 Players Champion, uh, Players Championship Champion Craig Perks. And I can't wait for that to talk all things Masters, but it's a big show, Kimpy. It is a big show. Craig Perks will be joining us after five, uh, seven o'clock to talk uh, of the Masters, which kicks off today. Had a look at the odds. We've got. A really good uh, book of odds coming at you, and be interesting to hear what your thoughts are on that one. Off the back fence, mate, it's probably my longest one today, Louis, so we're going to have to get a bit of time in this one. I've had a real good. decent think about that yesterday because uh, something really touched a nerve of mine, and I've had basically had enough of it. Nat- Natalie Rasmussen will join us at 7.40, um, former ta- Townsville uh, horse person. I want to ask her if she's actually a, a, a Cowboys fan. In amongst that, but rides self-assured down in the big race next week in in Cambridge. I can't wait for that. What a what a good chat that's going to be. You've got racing for purpose. You're going to give us a tip us out one uh, at Addington tonight, and then more than an athlete, we talk after eight o'clock to John O'Riddler. And uh, the I guess, mate, I wonder if he's got webbed feet because man, he can swim. <laughs> he can swim for hours, and that's going to be a good chat. Uh, there are lots more around the grounds coming at you. Paulie Mawadi, uh, and of course I sent, the reason why I contacted Izzy is because his horse didn't run that well last night, and I just said to him, maybe you better check it out, because uh, it went wide on the corner, I don't know if you watched the race, and tried to try to let down, and let down all right, backwards, not forward. So uh, I said to him, mate, just maybe get it checked out, might have a back issue or something like that. So I'm sure Chris Waller will, will basically look at it, but uh, sticker. <laughs> Sticko came straight up to me and said, I back Pungo, um, and it stuffed my multi, you know. So if you back Pungo last night, um, yeah, unlucky. See, I didn't. I didn't back Pungo because I just had a funny feeling in a big field like that. The horse over-raced. He just isn't – he's just – 
There's something that he's just not quite enjoying about his racing at the moment, and he's throwing his head around. And the reason he didn't let down in the straight is he used all his energy fighting the rider down the back. Mm. And it was it was pretty hard to watch. So, I don't know. I didn't back him. I, I nearly did as well. I nearly did on a heavy track. I thought that's when he would do his best work. He was dropped. I guess the little bit of a concerning thing is he was dropped back from rating 78 to 72, where he won first up, and he seems to have regressed this preparation. So I'll get to the bottom of it. Um, he'll keep, don't worry. Maybe he just needs a little bit more time, but we'll see where that lands. Tonight, Kempi, yeah, you're right. Natalie Rasmussen, she's actually driving self-assured. She gets her first spin on, her second ever race day drive on self-assured. The other time she's driven him, they won the Auckland Cup. Auckland Cup. So, so she's locked and loaded uh, tonight over the mile, the Dunstan Mile at Cambridge. And uh, I didn't back self assured, but what I did do is I've actually backed Akuda in that race because I asked Greg O'Connor yesterday, and Akuda is going to get a lovely tow through from the second line and over a mile, hopefully might find itself near the speed. So I'm on Akuda tonight, and I'm looking forward to that. But one thing I completely realised, and this is my bad, is yesterday we got to the end of the show, and I forgot to tell people, yourself included. Who's joining us with self-assured in the sulky? I just completely forgot to pass on the information as to whose name was drawn out to be a potential $2,000 winner wow. if self-assured wins the race next Friday. So, I've got the name. The lucky person is Jane DeBelt, New Plymouth, Taranaki, and Jane. You're in the sulky with Nat, myself, and our other... Four people who are Brian Skilling, Megan McNay, Murray Hooper so far. So, there you go. We've got Jane, we've got Brian, we've got Megan, we've got Murray, and we've also got Peter from Raglan. So, the other five people we've got at the moment, that's good news. Jane, congratulations. Congratulations, yeah. That's, uh, I, can, I can tell you, it's a, it's a very, very good day to get up there in Cambridge and uh, they look after you. It will be a, a fantastic race, as we know, Louis. And, uh, of course, you're there with Mick on the Saturday for the whole day, calling calling the races. And, um, yeah, well done. Well done to all those people that are in with a chance. It's a, it's a fantastic prize, I have to say. Wow. We just need self-assured to do his job now. And tonight, don't worry too much about tonight. We just want to get him fit. He's drawn... Eight, so he's really wide on the mobile and over a mile at Cambridge. He'd have to be some sort of free. If he wins tonight, oh, <laughs> we're we're going to Cambridge next week like this with with absolute bags, <laughs> with duffel bags. But um, don't expect too much tonight. As I said, Greg O'Connor said, look, Akuda should get a really nice tow through. Copy that will be competitive tonight, and so will Old Town Road. Um, I'm on Akuda tonight at five fifty two dollars ten each way all day, as they say. And we can uh, we can chat through some thoroughbred odds a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a big show today, Kempi. And um, I guess one thing that I'm missing for is from Izzy this week is because I know he loves golf more than both of us. And this is Masters week is it's what it's all about, really. And I was been I've been doing a lot of reading and trying to kind of calibrate my thoughts on where the Masters is at and where golf is at. But mostly, every time I start investigating the Masters, I just get distracted by the menu. <laughs> Wasn't it funny yesterday when Smithy? So Smithy must have been listening into the show when he said, "Can you go through that menu again?" And mm. uh, I could see him like when I was reading, I could see him just that you know the imagination bubble popped up, and he was he was going, 
I, mate, I don't know what you did, but I went home and I had a feed. I was so hungry talking about talking about uh, us putting on that Kiwi menu yesterday. And what a menu. I actually kept it. It's in the back of my book. Um, just in case we we do decide to do something, and we'll uh, we'll try and put that together. And just just so you know, a few bluffies were put put around yesterday down at Leo's, so uh, had a fair share of those yesterday as well, which was quite because it's bluff oyster season. So got a few of those under my belt. Um, and I tell you what, they are delicious, mate. That's the second time this year. So hopefully, one day we get to run that menu. Let's run the cutter with it and see see actually how it turns out. <laughs> oh, that I don't know. The, the per head cost might be right up there, but it's uh, we'll just have to go. Maybe maybe we'll go around and try and source the food ourselves, uh, block by block. Uh, you say you also had off, uh, not off the back fence. You had running it straight, mate. And mm. it's it, and and before catching up with Richie, so it's been a big week for the Warriors. As we keep saying to start the week, we just hope that they can keep their feet on the ground. Um, Dylan Walker, what was the impression you got of him? Best best interview we've had by by a, just such a relaxed dude, and uh, he was so funny. Like you know that relationship that he's built with Jazz Tavaga, and of course he talked about how he actually ended up in the fourteen jersey. Um, was really really interested with that chat with Desi. And if you missed it yesterday, I'm running it straight. You could actually download the SCNZ app and go to podcast running it straight and listen to that that interview from Dylan Walker. It is the best interview we've had by a country mile. So refreshing. And we got the text message. Like, it's now on Facebook and YouTube running it straight. So people are logged in live. And the amount of people that are watching it, they they just, they just love rugby league in this country. And you're dead right about them going all right, Louis. I talked a little bit yesterday just about how tough um, it is for them at the moment. So they put this massive effort in over five rounds. But it's the travel mm. in between it. So you've got to remember they were in Cronulla. They didn't travel back till Monday. Then they've got to recover. Then they've got to get a couple of training sessions. And then they're back on a plane tomorrow to get over there for this game on the weekend on Sunday. So, um, yeah, I can see the energy levels, like the fuel tank, start to empty a little bit. And how Andrew Webster manages that over the next five, six weeks. Because they don't get a bite all round 12. So round 11, 12th week, they get a bye um, before they hook back into it. I think it comes at the right times. You know, when you're, when you're looking at, I had to laugh, you know, Tim Sheen saying, well, hopefully we can we can beat the bye. Um, that's how well they're going. But from, from a bye perspective, I think it comes at the right time for the Warriors. And uh, yeah, if you want to listen to a really good interview, Download the SCNZ app and and go to Running It Straight the podcast and you'll you'll hear Dylan Walker basically just chew the fat like it was just a, a normal chat. Um, we were la- you know great great content great laugh. He's a, he's a he's a good dude and he's really enjoying um, his time here in New Zealand and and of course he's Maori so he's he's linkages back because he do, he does talk about growing up as an Australian and then coming back mm. to New Zealand. So I found it pretty intriguing. Um, and you got to remember that back in 2014, that great grand final between South Sydney and the Bulldogs, I was actually in that game, over there watching that game. It was when uh, Sammy Burgess broke his, broke his cheekbone in the very first carry of the football. Um, James Graham got him, snip, smashed his cheekbone. Uh, Dylan was in the centres for South Sydney at 19. Won, his, won, his, won a grand final. So, mate, he's got the experience. Um, good chat. And, and yeah, just, just go and have a listen to it. He's, he's, a, he's a decent dude, a good pickup for the Warriors. Very interesting career, really interesting career because he was a star 
a real young star and then um, has just kind of transformed and, and now this utility player. I, I honestly have to like go, because I've got terrible eyesight, I have to really focus to work out whether it's Jazz Tavanga or Dylan Walker. I actually have to like look at the body shape. I have to take a look at the number and work out they are those bald brothers, the way that they're <laughs> the running around brothers. with that tape. The tape around their head. Oh, I love it. Uh, you're right. He, he's a huge pickup, and he's he's doing very, very well so far. I thought that, that was quite a good chat because I saw a lot of good feedback about it online, Kimpy. So I, I thought that there must have been reason that people were loving it. Um, Ed says, Louis, barrier eight, run it straight. An ancient proverb from 12 months ago. I'm putting my bonus bet on self-assured. <laughs> good on you, Ed. And if he wins over a mile from barrier eight, we'll know that he is in ominous form. Uh, I'm with Akuda tonight. But I'm all the way with self-assured next week. I can't wait. In 19 minutes past six, I want to know who you're with. Can't wait question of the day. In the Masters, Kempe, we have been tiptoeing around our picks for weeks. Today is the day. So, Masters, what we want and what I need from you, Kempe, and from you on 0800-150-811, the Kennard's Hire phone line, and double eight double three. Do not be shy. Do not be shy. You get ultimate bragging rights if you somehow tip us the winner. You're allowed three tips, okay? One under 30 to one. So someone paying $30 or less. One under 100 to one. So somebody paying between thirty to one and a hundred to one under a hundred dollars above thirty dollars, and one absolute roughie over a hundred dollars. All right, three tips, Gimpy. One under thirty dollars, one under a hundred dollars above thirty dollars, and one over one hundred dollars. Have you done your study? Do you have your form ready to go when we come back? Hundred percent. I'm ready. I'm ready, and I think I've picked a doozy. Actually, a couple at good odds. <laughs> People have been asking me, when's the Oracle tipping the Masters winner? They've been tapping me on the shoulder in the street, stopping me in the supermarket. So here we go. After this, here at Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Double eight, double three, light us up. Who wins the Masters? 0800 150 811. I'd love to hear from you. Golf fans, show yourself.